Okay. All right. Good morning. <clears throat> um, we are facing some uh, tough times. Um, it's no secret. And many people are going to do what they want to do. They're going to make a choice. Either they're still clinging to God that they're going to do what they want to do. And there's no other way of showing how people are going to do what they're going to do in these perilous times is to try out the law of attraction. But does that coincide with the faith of Jesus Christ or does it go against the faith of Jesus Christ? Let's check it out. Okay. Here we go. Reading this article right here, The Law of Attraction and Christianity. I came. I first came across The Law of Attraction through The Secret movie. The Law of Attraction on the surface looks like a great thing, and there are parts of it that mimic and almost mirror, mirror biblical scriptures. However, one of these, one of the devil's greatest tools of deception is to twist and pervert the principles of God. This is similar to how propaganda works. Propaganda shares bits of truth and mixes in bits of lies. And one arrives to a place where you are unable to separate the truth from the lies as it blends together. This is insidious happening in the law of attraction. What is the law of attraction? Is the law of attraction biblical? In the New Thought philosophy, the law of attraction is the belief that by focusing on positive or negative thoughts, people can bring positive or negative experiences into their life. For example, the law of attraction says your thoughts determine the way you live. Similarly, the biblical principles teaches in Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23, be careful of how you think. Your life is shaped by your thoughts. Nothing wrong with that, right? Right? The law of attraction says that our thoughts and emotions determine our physical health. The Bible says a cheerful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. Proverbs chapter 17, verse 22. A cheerful Look brings joy to the heart, and good news gives health to the bones. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 30. As David was struggling with guilt of his unconfessed evil actions, he declared, When I kept silent, my bones wasted away through my groaning all day. Psalm 32, verse 3. Our thoughts and feelings do have an impact on our physical well-being. However, this is due to how God designed our bodies, not because of our connection with a universal energy force and our negativity or positivity attracting negative or positive physical symptoms. Okay. The law of attraction is basically saying that you and the power of your own thoughts, not Jesus God, can manifest the thoughts, ideas, people, things, situations, and circumstances that you choose to focus on and attract. The law of attraction incorporates many biblical principles, but takes God out of, take God out as the source. It disregards and does not acknowledge God, but changes everything to a pantheistic view of God being everything or the universe or positive energy, high, higher power. The law of attraction says that you can use the universe to control and manipulate anything. You are operating as if you are your own God. You are no longer going to God for the things of life, and but putting a foot into the world of another spiritual power that is not Jesus. Some people are even deceived saying the law of attraction is biblical because of some of the same correlations it has to the Bible. 
Let's read what First Timothy chapter four verses one to two has to say. Now the Spirit expresses, especially especially states that in later times some will abandon the faith to follow deceitful spirits and the teachings of demons, influenced by the hypocrisy of liars, whose conscience are seared with a hot iron. <clears throat> that basically means <clears throat> people will be able to be influenced by people who are inf who are influenced by demons okay who are liars that they don't care they will twist the word of god to tell a lie and they basically know it's wrong but they have done it so much that their conscience is seared like their conscience is dead they will say things that like god is a woman and you know and they have no qualms saying that and they'll twist the scriptures have no shame no fear of god just twist the scriptures to get what they want. That's it. Okay. You could think about how you have many of these uh, crooked pastors, all right, telling people lies in the church. Like women could be pastors in the church, you know, or uh, it's a God is okay with men being transformers, okay, or women being uh, transformer men. And God is perfectly good with that. Oh, like there's this one guy calls himself uh pentecost a play on the word pentecost and uh dresses in drag and says drag is a gift of the spirit let's read this scripture again now the spirit especially states that in later times some will abandon the faith to follow deceitful spirits and the teachings of demons influenced by the hypocrisy of liars whose conscience has are seared with a hot iron I just mentioned a guy who dresses in drag and says drag is a, is a fruit is a, is a fruit of the spirit. Conscience got to be seared with a hot iron to do that. Okay. And the churches have to be as well to allow the church organization has to be, have their conscience seared as well to let that happen, to let somebody in the, in the pulpit to say something like that. As Christians, we cannot have our feet in two worlds. We are to live our lives led and directed by the Holy Spirit. God and God alone is our ultimate source for everything. The law of attraction also aligns with materialism and the promise that higher levels of success will satisfy your appetite, which is a lie. Once you get the thing you are after, there's always an appetite for more. Whoever loves money never has enough. Whoever loves wealth is never satisfied with their income. This too is meaningless. As goods increase, so do those who consume them. And what benefit are they to the owners except to feast their eyes on them? Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verses 10 to 11. The Bible has already made promises to us about provision, prosperity, blessings, and abundance, and shares that it's only through God. The devil wants to deceive you into thinking that you can have success faster by going the other way. Don't give in to the out allures of the day which may cost you best biblical promises of today and tomorrow like i said there are people today especially christians due to these hard times they are going to do things to survive especially when these food shortages kick in when the prices of when inflation uh goes up i mean inflation prices of everything is going up right now okay food Food, if you ever try to buy food, like even pro like fast food, right? Groceries is going up and people are going to be 
given a road to take. They're either going to go with the narrow road with Jesus or they're going to go the broad road. Okay. I've also mentioned uh, reading an article in the New York Post that one in five women are doing or are, are considering doing only fans. They are considering doing digital sex work. Okay. That is just an example of what's going on today. And you have people, public figures that will say it's perfectly okay to do these things for women. Women telling women it's perfectly okay to debase yourselves due to the hard times you're in. Okay. This is what's going on. Okay. It's not going off topic of the law of attraction. It's just the fact that uh, this is the world we're living in. Okay. And I just read your Bible verse that people are no longer going to be able, are going to be, um, you know, abandon the faith and follow deceitful spirits and the teachings of demons. Okay, and you got to, you know, a, a woman, a woman to tell another woman, or just a person, period, to tell you to do things that will debate, debase yourself to to acquire wealth due to hard times, knowing that. There's a consequence and a high price to pay. Your conscience has to be seared with a hot iron. You really do have to be influenced by the devil. And our media is pretty much influenced by it every day. Okay. <clears throat> Checking it with feminism or uh, many other uh talking heads in our society to tell us to do things that are against God. All right. <clears throat> in previous blog posts, we discussed that, that the fact that God wants to bless you and wants you to succeed more than you do for yourself. So why would we try to be of another spirit that is not of God to get to a place of our own personal, personal limited view of what success looks like for us? If you aren't getting, all right, if you aren't getting our emails fresh, share content and grow. Yeah, all right, I read that part. All right, am I going that way? All right. When we choose to practice the law of attraction, what we are practicing is a form of witchcraft. Under the practice, you are coming into agreement with demonic forces. What you do without even knowing it, it is you, it, it is you to step back into a ways of the world and to go under the prince of the power of the air. In Ephesians chapter 2, verse 2, under the prince of the power of the air, a.k.a. the devil, his tools are spirits of manipulation, Jezebel seducing spirits, like I just told you about. I read um, in a New York Post article, one in five women are considering are considering or are already doing only fans, okay? They're already becoming digital sex workers, okay? And this was like a year or two ago when we were dealing with the pandemic and people were losing their jobs, okay? And this was in a uh, New York, okay? And New York is a very expensive place to live, okay? So people, people are already making decisions to do things that was against um, the conscience and against God, all right? Um, I remember work when I was working a, uh, a job and I was hearing about people still doing uh, party club promotions, you know, in the time when the pandemic was really strong. 
and social distancing was a major thing at the time. And uh, these people are risking, you know, getting locked up. Okay, there are people that were still having uh, barbershops, um, having parties, believe it. Yeah, barbershops were open. Okay, people were lined up and they got arrested. Someone called the cops. This was late at night. Someone called the cops. Also, um, people uh, people still going to parties and stuff and uh, club promoting. And some people died of, you know, you know what? Imagine having that on your conscience just to make a buck. Imagine that. Okay. <clears throat> Alluring spirits and even new age spirits that are working under the mask of the law of attraction. And you were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work, and the sons of disobedience, among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind. And were by nature children of wrath like the rest of mankind. But God, being rich in mercy because of the great love, with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ by the grace you have been saved and raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the coming ages he might show the measurable riches of his grace and kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 2 to 8. But as believers in Christ Jesus, we are not under or following the course of this world anymore. However, when we choose to practice the law of attraction, we submit ourselves back under the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air. The prince of the power of the air is not God and his demonic forces. His desire is not that we would team up with the devil, nor does God want you to follow the course of this world. God desires is not for you to follow the prince of the power of the air by practicing the law of attraction, but that we would experience the immeasurable riches of his God, of his God grace in kindness. The law of attraction also operates under the assumption that you are limit are limitless being. Now that sounds great. Wouldn't you want to be limitless, limit, unlimited, limitless? But if that was true, this idea is saying that you are the same as God. The world culture has incredible value on the idea of life without limits and being limitless. This is an attractive idea, but it's not biblical. It is only God who is truly unlimited. You can look at this fact as the, um, you know, relationships today. Um, you got people just uh, thinking they could do whatever they want to do, even in a marriage. Okay, they, you know, people feel that I'm married, but I can still have open relationships. My marriage, you can't, you know, a lot of crazy things in this world. People want to be without limits. And then they cry when those being, you know, having relationships or living a life without um, structure or, uh, you know, guardrails, they cry when consequences come. But that's the thing. I, I mean, the world does look attractive, but when you start to hear people talk and you hear they're suffering and sometimes they don't even know why they're suffering or they feel that, you know, 
all right, well, that's old school thinking you have that that's, you know, that's oppressive, that Bible, but your life is suffering. Okay. Okay. This is an attractive idea, but it's not biblical. Only God, it's only God who is truly unlimited. Does this sound familiar? The idea of being like God, the serpent said to Adam and Eve, for God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be open and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. We have his image and we have his likeness, but we can't possess all the same identical divine qualities of God's unlimitedness. Unlimitedness. The trap is, is that someone would say, oh, it's being unlimited in this one area or this specific area of life. That's where the teachers that's where the teachers, the Bible warns us of in First Timothy chapter 4, verses 1 to 2. Come in. Hold on one second. All right. And to bring and to try to bring compromise into our lives. It is Jesus Christ that is the unlimited, and through him and him alone, all things are possible. The Bible tells us that without him, we can do nothing. John chapter 15, verses 5 to 8. Okay. I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me, I am in you. You will bear much fruit, and apart from me, you can do nothing. If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up and thrown into the fire and burned. If you remain in me, and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish, it will be done for you. This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. See, a lot of things when people say name it and claim it you know i command this i command that that's nonsense that's really uh witchcraft we are conditioned there are conditions with this promise that as long as you're with god you can do all things he'll bless you as long as you're within him okay it's not witchcraft where i can say certain mantras and all these certain types of techniques and i will get what i want or i bow down to this idol and i'll get what i want it's not how it is God, you have to understand that you have to be okay with being under him and be okay with what he gives you that is a blessing to you. He's not going to give you a million dollar mansion, yet his own son did not, you know, was born in a in a stable. Okay? He was born in a manger. And being his disciple, meaning you're not going to live a life of a millionaire, a billionaire, if you're under Jesus Christ. Since Jesus Christ didn't live like a millionaire. What was attractive What was attractive to man was to be like God. This idea is still attractive today. That is why we can fall under the allure of the law of attraction, the illusion of power and strength of being in control or being our own demigod. The law of attraction works. It works to attract you away from the principles of God. And that is to that is into the counterfeit power of witchcraft and the idolatry of being your own God. The law of attraction works using demonic forces. Don't mess with it when you already have 100% pure doctrine from the word of God that equips you for everything in life. In conclusion, encourage I encourage you not to use the law of attraction, rather focus on the Lord. And that comes with a condition. Like I said, you're not gonna be having a million dollar mansion, yet the Lord's own son did not have a million dollar mansion. He was born in a stable. Okay. But um, I hope this is a blessing to you, and uh, peace and God bless. Please like, share, and subscribe. Leave your comments in the comment section, and we can have a discussion about this. What are your thoughts 
on the law of attraction. I already said it's not uh, it's not biblical. Uh, you want if you're willing, if you still want to have a debate, okay, we, we could talk about. It. We can have a discussion in the discussion in the comment section. Okay, peace, God bless, and may the Lord Jesus be with you in these hard times. Okay, you who endures to the end shall be saved. Later.